Cortez is a proud member of the Philippine Podcast Directory. Check us out on Facebook and listen to the amazing lineup of local podcasters this country has to offer. Find your audience with Podmetrics, your one-stop shop for podcast analytics, and it's absolutely free. Create an account and put in my code, Coach Franco says, upon sign-up. It's that easy. Enjoy the features and thank me later. But wait, there's more! Padmetrics has teamed up with Lazada to make your shopping a lot easier and safer. There are links in the comment section on what I use to make content and you can support this channel, please, by purchasing those items with the links provided. Now, let's get to today's episode. Oh, definitely. I'm just very, very happy to learn. Uh, it's a very interesting concept. So, uh, uh, Jose de Colongon on the show, thank you so much for doing this. And um, uh, let's put everything into context and please introduce yourself first what do you do how you came about futures thinking all right so th- thanks a lot franco it's mm-hmm. a it's a pleasure to be here mm-hmm. uh, and thanks for inviting me mm-hmm. so um basically i'm uh, i teach futures thinking um i am mm-hmm. a professor at the asian institute of management mm-hmm. so there's a master's in innovation and business there so this year uh, the head of that program decided to include futures thinking as mm. part of the courses. And I was lucky enough to be able to ask to teach. Um, so it's a fairly new course. It's actually, I think it's the first course um, to be offered in a formal institution, in a formal education institution. Mm-hmm. Um, so, so in a way, the field has... It's not nothing new. This has been, you know, I think since the 1960s in its current state. Um, uh, although when we think about the future, if you think about, you know, the, the in the olden times where you had the oracles, uh-huh. uh, mga manguhula, oh, mga shaman, shaman, exactly. magicians, yeah, okay, exactly. Like those were like the first wave of thinking. Mm-hmm. Um, when it comes of you know when you think about futures thinking, but now in our modern times, when you think about uh, futures thinking, it's really about um, being able to come up with different scenarios of the future, um, not just one future. Because normally, when we think about the future, ah, okay, it's just one. Mm-hmm. But you know, if you think about if you relate it to what's a good example, like. Uh, if you saw Avengers in game, right? And Doctor mm, Strange mm. talking about 14, point, 14 million something. Uh, so Doctor Strange, he, he played yeah. out the entire scenario. Okay. Right, right? Uh, he was talking about 14, possi- 14 million plus possible futures. So, um, as a profession, as a field of study, we don't really come up with 14 million <laughs> possible scenarios. We'd come up with probably three, four, five. Okay. Maximum. Uh, six or seven, but look at you know all different uh, scenarios, mm-hmm. and then it's used most in most cases. It's used by organizations. Okay. <clears throat> and then, so, Kayo, how about your personal journey? Uh, how did you come across future, the concept <laughs> of futures thinking, and then like what made you realize now? Okay, this is something that I can like probably share to society. And then, lalo lalo na by the looks of it, parang uh, breakthrough batch kayo ngayon. It's like, kayo yung pioneer batch to actually do this. O tama ba? Are you like the pioneer batch to do this? Or have there been other batches who who studied futures thinking and then uh, they're, they're conducting studies now? 
Yeah, yeah. I, it's it's. Uh, I would say it's not a new field. It's mm-hmm. a new field, relatively here in the Philippines. Mm-hmm. Um, there, there are PhD courses that you can take, but not here in the Philippines. Outside, mm-hmm. you can take master's courses um, uh, on an academic point of view. Shell, you know, that oil company has, mm-hmm. you know, has already used this since the 1970s when there was an oil wow. crisis. Okay. And they said, okay, we're, we don't want to be in this position again. Mm-hmm. And I think that's one of the, you know, reasons, factors of success of Shell as a company mm-hmm. where they've really embedded, um, you know, the use of futures thinking. Tesla, for mm-hmm. example, futures thinking was part of the conceptualization of that electric vehicle, why they went into that particular segment in the industry, uh, futures thinking played a big role in that. My my exposure to this, um, well, uh, on a personal basis, I took my formal study when I took my master's in Australia. I took a right. master's of supply innovation in Australia two two years ago, and I had a really fantastic teach, teacher. He's Australian, but he's one of the foremost futurists in the mm-hmm. world. He he started. He's a physicist, and he started off uh, in the tech industry. Uh, he was in Netscape. I don't know. If you oh, know okay, him. I've heard of Netscape. I've heard of Netscape. Yeah, yeah. So you know, this is like the grandfather of uh, Mozilla Firefox and mm-hmm. all that. So, anyway, um, so I had a very. He made me fall in love with that subject. And I said, oh, this is what we need. We need this in the Philippines. Mm-hmm. Uh, a lot of Western societies, like in Europe, uh, Singapore has this as part of their government. There is a futures unit in the Singapore government. Mm-hmm. They don't say anything. They're very quiet about okay. what they do exactly in the studies that they make. But, you know, if you want to position yourself as uh in the cutting edge or in the leading edge of innovation, research and development, um, even when it comes to civilizational planning, you know, mm-hmm. you need uh, you need futures thinking. So, by the looks of it, like let's let's define like how do we define futures thinking? Uh, well, futures thinking it's it's really an an approach to developing uh, different scenarios of the future based on what's happening in the present. So you're looking at signals, you're looking at all of these things that's happening on the fringes. You can also look at trends and mm-hmm. see how these trends will play out. But not again, as I talked about earlier, mm-hmm. it's not just looking at one future, but you're looking at potential futures. And what makes it so relevant at this time is that you, you will then be prepared to come mm-hmm. to whether in terms of a product or as, an, as a company to become more resilient. Um, in some companies, they normally see it as worst case, you know, worst mm-hmm. case scenario, right? You've heard of that mm-hmm. best, best case scenario and then the realistic scenario in the middle. In a way, that's one form of it when you talk about financial forecasting or whatever. Mm-hmm. But then there's also, so you have the data side but there's also that social side, you know, because not everything can be extrapolated. Mm-hmm. But on the social side, you're looking at how will people react? How will people behave? 
um, in the future. You know, if you talk about sports, right? Mm -hmm. One of the key technologies that's happening now is, for example, robotics mm -hmm. and AR, you know, augmented reality, virtual reality, or what mm -hmm. they call mixed, rea mixed reality. Mm -hmm. What will happen if we combine that? And what will happen in the next 10, 20 years when this kinds of technology become more accepted by people? Um, becomes more commonplace. What will Ana, happen? Para na tayo nag-Nintendo Wii nun. Nintendo Wii na, <laughs> na competition na lahat, di ba? Nintendo Wii on steroids yan. Kasi, umano, exactly. And, exactly. Like if you've seen the movie Ready Player One, right? Uh, trailer pa lang. Trailer. trailer. <laughs> you should. I mean, okay. you should watch it. Yeah, because, okay. I'm, you know, although, you know, Future's Thinking, there's a lot of inspiration that gets from science fiction obviously mm -hmm. whether in books or or movies um but of course that's just one version of the future there are mm -hmm. other uh versions of the future so but yeah i mean that's an interesting proposition and it has a lot of implications you know that's okay. a simple thing but right what will happen mm -hmm. now to traditional sports for example mm -hmm. what will happen to um you know sports as an entertainment mm -hmm. in a as a form of entertainment, right? What will mm. happen in terms of how, let's say, the big, um, you know, like organizations like the Olympics or mm. FIFA, etc. You know, what will what will their role be in mm. defining how sports? You know, just defining what sports mm. will be in the future where humans are augmented, for example, mm. you know, with the. Uh, other technologies that's are that's happening now. You have um, brain machine interfaces, mm. and it's really happening. I mean, it's not just a concept anymore. Like Elon Musk, again, founder of Tesla. He has another startup called Neuralink, mm -hmm. and they're actually oh. testing. I know. I don't oh, know they're trying to put microchips into people's brains, and then I know, parang like thinking years ahead. Now it's gonna. It's either. Uh, gonna help you understand the human brain better and then the next phase of that would probably be how the body can regenerate or heal itself using those microchips yeah, I mean it, I mean going back to your point that thing uh, who would have thought na esports would be a thing exactly and for sure some people had the vision to to foresee these things and they would actually think that there would be an industry surrounding this idea so i mean so how how would you break down futures thinking to a layman's person because i i was when i i i read a few articles and i watched a few videos and um it's very very interesting that's why i i'm super happy that you were able to go to come over the show pero yun nga like, how would how do we explain this to to the average pinoy yeah so mm. futures thinking actually it's nothing new right mm. Kapag, if i if i if i speak in let's say in tagalog mm. right you know ito yung kinabukasan natin and we always mm. talk about kinabukasan sometimes mm. joke sometimes serious um and pag iniisip natin yung bukas Mm. Uh, that's future's thinking. Mm -hmm. um, uh, but the main difference with 
and it comes inherent to us. It's natural, you know. We think about what will happen tomorrow, next year. For some people, they even think about what will happen at the end of their lives. Or mm-hmm. some families, right? They they think of intergenerations that yep. they're working now. You know, like some of the big families here in the country, mm. uh, in some business oriented. No, they think mm. about you know what will three generations down the line mm. ano ikabubuhay ng family. Mm-hmm. Or even politics, right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, but as a study, as a field of study where there's there's discipline related to it, um, it it really is about a systematic way of looking into into the future so mm-hmm. that you can do something about it in the present. Mm-hmm. So normally there are two types of futures. I forgot which author said that. There's the future of um, future of fate mm-hmm. and the future of desire so the future okay. of fate is you know things happen which are outside of your control right okay so, knock on wood accidentica we have covid here mm-hmm. that's happening we have uh you know natural disasters in a way that's a future of fate mm-hmm. you know we have no control over it and okay. the best that we can do is deal with it. But there's also the second type of future, which is the future of desire. Mm-hmm. So, ito yung gusto natin. Ito yung pangarap natin sa sarili natin, para sa pamilya natin. Mm-hmm. And what we want uh, for future staking is a combination, in a way, of these two. How mm-hmm. can we create uh, the future that we want? Mm-hmm. For ourselves, and you know, if you take it bigger, as uh, you know, for our country, and even for the world, and and that will I think spell the 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 level of happiness and success that we have, whether as an individual or as an organization, as a country, mm-hmm. um, even as a as a race, you know, as, as humans. <laughs> okay. Um, yeah. In most cases, because you have, especially let's say for the Philippines, and again, mm-hmm. this is my point of view, we've always ascribed to others people's views of the future mm-hmm. like you know western views yes or, you know the views of the elite or whatever mm-hmm. um and again there's no judgment there you know um they're both i would say good and bad you know, whatever mm-hmm. that may mean um but different consequences but i do believe that the power of futures thinking is especially if we can have people to think of their future in a more systematic way. Mm-hmm. Um, but that that can free us from what's happening here in the present. Because mm. uh, future is not, you know, well, one next year, tomorrow, next week, uh, you know, a year from now, uh, that's the future. But 10 years from now, 20, 30, 100 years from now, that's also the future. And if you want to do transformational change, let's say in society, then um, normally it takes around 10 years. Like if you mm-hmm. look at Facebook or Google, yeah. right? They got their billions um, user. Mm-hmm. Not after a year, but after 10 years. Okay. So norm- you know, transformation takes a long time. It's 10 years. But if you think about it, it's just 10 years. Mm-hmm. But you can make such a big difference yes uh, whether on the personal level like if you look at franco 10 years ago right wala kalat kalat 
<laughs> kalat. Okay, kalat. No, no. May, may kanya-kanyang journey oh. naman tayo. But ngayon, probably... medyo kalat na lang ngayon. Medyo kalat. Pero... <laughs> but that's probably a very different Franco from the Franco of today. Mm-hmm. And I always tell my students, think about, let's say, or let's say, think about the Franco of the next 10 years. Mm-hmm. Where, you know, as early as now, you can, you you are empowered you can already say, okay, this is the Franco that I want to be. Think of the mm-hmm. kind of Franco that will be there 10 mm-hmm. years from now. It will be amazing. Mm-hmm. Amazing, right? So, you would probably have done in the past 10 years, done stuff which you never thought would have been possible. Mm-hmm. And that's your reality now. Mm-hmm. So, think about, you know, the next 10 years, mm-hmm. what more you can do, right? What mm-hmm. more you can, what more you can achieve. So is it like, parang, parang lumalabas ngayon, the way I understand it is, we take information from the past, yeah. so that definitely affected the present. the present, and then we're gonna use... And the present. Both, yep, and the present. Yeah. So we're gonna use uh, the information from both periods in order to assess or like, sabi na natin predict possible scenarios for the future. Yun yung, that's the entire idea of that. So, I, I, ano rin, uh, kanina rin, parang, probably answered my my follow-up question eh? like what would be the ideal time period for this so i i mean so yung yung sinabi mo na rin is like more or less 10 years 10 years is like a good number to to gauge yeah. diba yeah. so now it's more that's like the rule of thumb of course mm-hmm. it could be it could be much longer than that let's say when mm-hmm. when um you know some organizations they don't they think of 50 years ahead mm-hmm. or you know some countries they look at 100 years ahead wow okay yeah yeah and and that for me is pretty pretty amazing there's there's this foundation in the in the US uh, also founded i think somewhere in california mm-hmm. and they've created a clock and i think it's going to be launched soon mm-hmm. uh, it's called the clock of the long now the and clock of the then, long now okay yeah uh, and so you can google that and, yeah and they, when they define the now, they're talking about the next 10,000 years. And that's, that's, and they've made a clock. They've made okay. a clock that's good for 10,000 years. So we are now at zero, um, zero, mm. two, zero, two, zero. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, I don't know about, yeah, zero, mm. two, zero, two, zero. Yeah, so they're they're thinking. So imagine what kind of decisions you're going to make in life, or even organizations, um, if you think about if you think about your decisions in the context of the long term. Because mm, um, this is something, and na, um, everyone is very wary of their future. Everyone is always second guessing how their future is gonna be like. Especially during these trying times, pero yung, the way the way this conversation is shaping up is like we have to be present with. I mean, we have to be aware of what's happening now. Let's look at the trend in the past few years, and then that's probably gonna help us decide how our future is gonna be. Now, I was probably planning on doing certain things. And then, like, kanina lang naisip ko, okay, apparently, some of the things that I was able to do, uh, I was planning, na-achieve ko siya 10 years after. Mm, and, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, kasi, sakto lang. So, I got... Sakto, sakto lang. 
ba- yeah. off by two years. Off by two years. So, for example, mm-hmm. I was able to do a certain number of intern. Because I'm a competitor, so so okay. I, I'm I'm into martial arts. I'm into combat sports. So, yeah. sakto siya, siya sa time frame ko. Even me without, I mean, is there an explanation na parang uh, you don't? I don't have a timetable. I don't have a specific timetable. Kumbaga, I don't have a specific timetable na parang dapat in two years magawa ko to in five. Pero I had that. Na parang in ten years I should be, I should have logged in X number of tournaments. In ten years I should have logged in a certain number of international competitions, and then. Dapat sabi ko rin noon in 10 years makapag black belt ako pero hindi nag 12 wow. years ako eh so so yeah. i mean in those pero okay i mean oh, oh it was within that time frame achieved it still okay. diba? a major achievement now if that is possible on the individual level this is this is just me i'm a single person how do we do that what are the factors to be considered if we are going to apply this concept On a nationwide level, like for example, in, for us here in the Philippines, uh, do we consider politics, socio-economic uh, well-being of people, the economic standards, the economic status, yung, fi- yung financial status ng economy and the public? Diba? What do you think are the factors to be considered when it comes to this, these things? Because if 10 years could be the bare minimum, because you, you just mentioned there are There are countries and organizations that plan 50 to 10,000 years ahead. What about the Philippines? Na every six years, nagkakarantay ng change in the political landscape. So how do we apply that concept? And how do we, like for for a family, an individual, or an organization, if they set out a 50-year plan, there's definitely an, a department or a person who's going to be in charge of the continuity plan. And as you mentioned, there's there's an organization or there are organizations abroad who are in charge of that. How do we apply that in the Philippines where in in all aspects, politics has a huge role in terms of the continuity of many projects. Diba? So, what, so sige, yun muna. what do you think are the factors to be considered in order for futures thinking to thrive in the country? Yun muna. And then let's 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 ano, break it down from there. Yeah, yeah. I mean, that's a really big question. But it is, you know, it is a very valid question. And it's really a question worth asking. And that's also a question that should that we should ask for everyone, you know. Mm-hmm. Uh, and and if I, if, I'll try to answer it. I'm not, you know, I'm not, I'm not the expert. I would say. Oh, nagkukwentuhan lang naman tayo dito. Nag-eavesdrop lang yung mga tao sa kwentuhan uh, natin. <laughs> pero may ma- maraming initiatives uh, mm-hmm. that's happening currently, especially because of this pandemic. So, mm-hmm. so there's the Philippine Futures Thinking Society. That was nice. So okay. I'm a member of that. And it's headed by this really, I would say, really committed, very passionate, Uh, group of and very competent group of people mm-hmm. who uh, you know who want to spread futures thinking and make mm-hmm. it as a driving force for social change mm-hmm. and uh, they're working um, with different sectors so uh, one is they're working with the Senate 
there is a, okay. a Senate committee on um, on sustainable development goals, okay. uh, innovation, and futures thinking. So that's headed by Senator Pia Cayetano, and she's doing. Mm-hmm. She's she's really committed to this, and she is getting her other Senate uh, members and other other uh, uh, I would say policymakers involved mm-hmm. in the process. So she's learning also as much as. She, as she can mm-hmm. and listening to different groups of all in different areas, different fields from education to healthcare and so on. Mm-hmm. So there's that aspect to it. Uh, I know also that, uh, again, there are people, let's say, like in the Development Academy of the Philippines or okay. AIM, where uh, futures thinking is really uh, the capability building for futures thinking is 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 there um, so they're they're offering courses now to people uh, whether in the government or in the private sector who want to know more about futures thinking and and become what they call futures literate meaning they okay. know the tool and they think of the future in more systematic ways so there's also that particular area and let's say for my students um, they come from different fields of interests and mm-hmm. fields of expertise. Um, so we said, you know, when I started the course, because it was pre-COVID, and mm-hmm. right after our first meeting, we had the quarantine, mm-hmm. um, you know, we had the ECQ, and then in a week's time, I had to shift everything to online. Mm-hmm. And we were talking about how do we make this relevant? How do we make this subject relevant to the times? And our, we decided as a class, so there were 60 students, and we decided that we wanted to create a document mm-hmm. um, about future, the, you know, possible futures for the Philippines, mm-hmm. but cutting across different areas of interest. So each student had their area of interest. Mm-hmm. And, and they, they did the paper, you know, they did a lot of research when it comes to what's happening in the present in the Philippine context that they could take into the future and come up with four, three to four different scenarios. Mm-hmm. And, and without telling, and of, of course, they, they knew what their preferred scenario was, but mm-hmm. our intention was really for it to be a conversation starter so that they can bring it back to their companies and some have done it mm-hmm. um, or they brought it to their, their their industries also and some of them have done that others okay. have created you know others put it as an as a key part of their companies um others have applied it to their own lives as well mm-hmm. uh, because i have one activity there you know similar to what we talked about earlier imagine mm. your life 10 years from now describe that okay okay and then i tell them okay what if that was not an option Give me an alternative scenario. What would that life be? Assuming that, let's say, if you wanted to be a lawyer, for example, let's say the law profession was no longer possible. Give me an alternative life scenario. So it became quite useful for them to think of a different alternative. And they're not so... Because sometimes if you're so intent on one, you become Mm. frustrated too, right? Mm -hmm. So going back to to your... question uh, there are different levels that you can you can approach this mm-hmm. and ideally you should approach it at all levels you have the mm-hmm. societal regulatory level 
you know, where you have the big decision makers, the big institutions, um, putting in futures thinking as part of their processes when it comes to planning. Because normally futures thinking goes into the planning. It's not planning per se, mm -hmm. but it feeds into the planning process. Mm -hmm. It can also be used to feed into, let's say, your innovation process. Mm -hmm. It can also be used to change organizations. So some organizations have used, you know, it's a form of organizational development where instead of focusing on the problems, let's just focus on our desired future because you know, must must make common tie. Yes. Like when South Africa, after the apartheid, right? Before mm -hmm. segregated, the black yes. and the white. Mm -hmm. and, then, and then they said, okay, we'll integrate. But that was easier said than done because it was mm. more than the black and whites. I think there were several. There were different, different tribes. Uh -huh. Yeah, different tribes, different groups, each with their own agenda, each with their own beliefs. And at the beginning, they really couldn't agree. But they actually used the future thinking, you know, philosophy and approach and say, okay, instead of fighting about the present, let's talk about 40 years from now. What kind of, what kind of society do we want? Mm -hmm. And then that's what they agreed on. Mm -hmm. And then they took it back to the present and say, okay, if this is the society that we want, what can we start to do now? And, and it also gives a lot of, I would say, creativity, imagination. It also doesn't give you, at least for me, I'm not so stressed about things because mm -hmm. I know I have that vision for 20, 30 years from now. I know that because sometimes now, Diba, we're so used to getting things instantly. Yes. It sort of like fi fights that and combats that. Mm -hmm. Now, if we don't, we don't have to get things instantly. You know, mm -hmm. talk about wicked problems like, you know, what some of the stuff that we're dealing with as a country in the Philippines or even as organizations, right? Traffic. How do you actually mm -hmm. solve traffic? And if you're just thinking about solutions that, you know, will be oh, effective in in a year. Parang you're going to be frustrated because mm -hmm. that, if you ask me, that's not possible. You know, you have you you have to question fundamental things about society, about how cities should be, how our econo economic systems work. For you to create something, because for me, it's more than the traffic in a way. Mm. It's about how should humans people live in urban cities yep. you know or in you know whatever you call that concentration of capital and and resources mm -hmm. in, in a specific uh, geographical area um, so it begs those bigger questions so for you to to come up with solutions some solutions you might get results in the short term mm. but in most cases like really complex issues um, will take time because it took time to actually get us here. Like, you know, mm -hmm. 200, 300 years ago, wala namang traffic. <laughs> yes, that's true. But it was a totally different society then. Mm -hmm. We sort of brought this upon ourselves. Mm -hmm. Like many of the problems that we are dealing with now, we also created. That's and true. And we can also resolve them, right? But we mm -hmm. can't resolve them by using the mindsets of today or the technologies of today, mm -hmm. um, we can solve them by approaching it in a totally, in a totally different way. So, mm -hmm. okay, 
Kasi, so, yun. so that's a way to uh, you look at it organizational, you look at it also at an organizational level. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, if you're a member of a society or an organization, then maybe you can start thinking about the future. Mm-hmm. And then also at an individual level. So, you know, like a good friend of mine, we've developed a course that combines futures thinking and design thinking for for life planning. So how mm-hmm. do you, you know, let's let's let let's design a life for you mm-hmm. which you know the life that you the life that you really want okay and and in that we apply futures thinking where we talk we think about not just one particular future for you but several different futures that all excite you mm-hmm. and maybe you can even you know it it it's really interesting, like what people come out with. <laughs> this desired futures, uh, like what's price. a good number? Like what, 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 what's a desired number? Like for this desired futures, what is like a, a desirable number? Like three possible desires, five desirable futures. Like uh, when, when yeah. you conduct these things, and yung, like what's the sweet spot when it comes to the outcome, yung, yung possible yeah. outcome? Yeah, well, well, it really depends on the context. So, mm-hmm. you know, what, what, what are you doing this for? Mm-hmm. So, are you doing this for product development or, you know, market development? Are you doing this for your organization? Mm-hmm. Um, normally, you come up with four scenarios, but it's not all good. You also look at the worst case scenarios. Okay. Like, you know, like doomsday, collapse, futures. Mm-hmm. Um, not to scare you, but mm-hmm. also to help you so that when you come up with strategies regardless of the outcome you know your strategies will be adaptive enough and resilient mm-hmm. enough that you um, are able to survive and thrive even if it becomes you know like like your worst case scenario mm-hmm. uh, on an individual level we normally don't dwell too much on the negative <laughs> scenarios there's Shipwreck. more than enough of that uh, <laughs> But on an individual level, we look at three possible life scenarios mm-hmm. um, and three totally different life scenarios. Wow. So Three? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. But it's really, it's possible. I mean, we've, we've, we've done it for with a lot of people. We've tested it with a lot of people already. And normally, people really, you will surprise yourself. Let's say if you will take that course. You'll be surprised. You'll surprise yourself in it and say, "Oh, wow! I didn't even consider that." Mm-hmm. And then the more you write about it, um, we actually, in a way, uncover those—you know—those dreams that you had mm. probably when you were younger or when mm. we were younger. And you know, some some authority figure told us. Uh, you know, that won't work or you're not good mm. enough for that or you're not worthy to do that. We will actually uncover that in the course. Oh, and say, okay. And, and we basically give you permission to say, you know, who, who's stopping you? You know, if you, if you want to be... And here, uh, we also want, you know, of course, there are some things. I cannot be Cristiano Ronaldo, you know. You have to be realistic. Okay. I'm 45, right? I'm 45. Or I can't be like, who's the top MMA player now? Marami. <laughs> That's John yeah. Jones. You can't yeah, be John for, Jones. <laughs> for example, yeah, I'm 45. I can't be John Jones, right? Mm-hmm. But, but there's a difference between output and outcome. And normally, this is also done when you're coaching athletes, mm-hmm. right? 
you know, your output would be, okay, you get that gold medal, you get grand mm -hmm. prize. But mm -hmm. what is the outcome behind that? You know, what is the real outcome? The outcome would probably be you fought really, you fought a good fight. You, mm -hmm. you, you extended beyond what you thought was possible. Mm -hmm. Or, you know, you, it's, it's for the love of, love of the game, love mm -hmm. of the sport. Just being able to compete at the high mm -hmm. level, that's the outcome. Mm -hmm. So it might be that, let's say, I can't be that top MMA fighter and win gold, you know, maybe the chances of that will happen might be really slim. That's the output. Mm -hmm. But the outcome is I could still be, you know, be very competitive at my level, mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. uh, you know, fight that good fight and really mm -hmm. compete if mm -hmm. I choose to. And let's say if I, if I really want to, then mm -hmm. I can do... You know, there is still a lot of things within my power to be able to achieve that outcome. Mm -hmm. So, output versus outcome. And okay. what we want to build is what outcomes do you want in your life? Because at the end of the day, right? The mm -hmm. reason why we have, for example, the fo these phones or mm -hmm. the nice car, the nice house, that's output. But the outcome mm -hmm. is that we want really security and stability for our families, for example. Mm -hmm. We want to be comfortable. We want to be in a position where we can really be creative and not think about having to do stuff for other people because we need the money, right? Mm -hmm. So, so again, um, that actually makes it easier for you. It makes more sense. sense. It actually makes right. more sense. Yeah. Yeah. Correct, right? Because what we're chasing at the end of the day are the outcomes. Mm -hmm. Whether as an athlete or as a person or even as an organization. Like, uh, I was, uh, I'm working now with an organization looking, in, looking at a new vision, mission, and values for their organization because they made a major restructuring even before COVID and then mm -hmm. it got compounded by COVID. Mm -hmm. And you're talking about what is the impact Again, in the context of the mission and vision of the company, their new mission and vision, we're talking about what, what is the impact really of this organization? What mm -hmm. do we want this organization to stand for? So okay. it was more than the money. It was more than market share. It was really about, you know, what will people miss if suddenly mm -hmm. tomorrow you had, you know, Thanos-like uh, occurrence, yep. the organization didn't exist. Mm -hmm. You know, what will society miss? You know, and, and that's the outcome that they want when they answer that question. So. Now, everything is like turning into purpose. Eh? It's like mm -hmm. Everything that you just said is now, uh, you, you start off with what you're doing right now, but a, a huge part of why you're going to think of the future is because you want, uh, it's not relevant. Eh? I think, Purpose is a much better term to use. It, but what is your overall purpose, like in terms of outcome? In terms of outcome, okay. how do you, how are you going to be a good uh, contributor to society, and how is your contribution going to affect the landscape of the future? So, yeah. I mean, it's a really great insight, huh? Oh, I never that, thought of it that way, but that's a really great insight. Parang ano na yun, eh? it, it touches on purpose. It touches on legacy. I mean, how how do you want to be remembered? Like the impact, like I'll die, but my legacy will always be my students or or the stories that I've created, the, the curriculum yeah. that I'll leave behind. Parang eh, So it's a yeah. good continue. It's not just a continuity plan, pala. 
but it's it's an it's it covers a lot of uh spectrum stapos uh do you put any like does futures thinking as a whole take into consideration i think this is because of the africa story like they do they take into consideration like yeah cultural beliefs societal beliefs Oh, yeah. Lalo-lalo na sa Pilipinas, mapamahiin tayong lahat dito, lahat ata ng santong pwedeng dasalan, dinadasalan natin. Correct. Uh, uh, <laughs> so, yeah. yeah. But do, 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 does future think, future's thinking have those things to consider? Yeah, that's a big factor, right? Mm-hmm. That, that's a really big factor. So, mm-hmm. so, one of the tools, one of the frameworks that we use, it's called causal layer Causal, mm-hmm. causal layered analysis. Causal layered and analysis. And this is a tool um, that was uh, developed by Sohil Inetola. So he's one of the foremost futurists of our time. Mm-hmm. And and he is basically saying that there are different layers to our reality. Mm-hmm. And what we normally see, you know, let's say on the news or on our Facebook feeds and some mm-hmm. those stuff that really gets us really, you know, oh, mga conspiracy theories, mga... really, really mad. <laughs> yep. Also, diba? It's mm-hmm. all of this. It's like the litanies. Like if mm-hmm. you talk about traffic, if you talk about all these issues, mm-hmm. let's say, you know, how COVID, for example, is being handled or whatever, right? There are so mm-hmm. many complaints. So that's just the surface. Mm-hmm. If you go beyond, you know, and then you have, let's say, the scientists or the social scientists, the experts trying to explain, okay, ah, this is because of certain policy, we didn't act fast enough, or mm-hmm. we made the wrong decisions, and so on. And then you you actually peel that back and say, why did we think that in the first place? So you actually have worldviews, you know, mm-hmm. systems, uh, thinking about, you know, um, again, if I think, take it back to that, example about traffic right mm. um, and cities uh, problems in cities why do you know if you look at traffic why is traffic happening and mm. explanation could be there's too much cars not enough infrastructure you know we have good urban planning but we're not just implementing it properly mm. or maybe structures and let's say if you talk about Metro Manila you have so many mayors but there's no mm-hmm. governor which yep. you, we used to have Okay. But then underlying that would be this it's starting to become cultural. Like mm. this whole and in a way ideology, like this whole concept of having to, you know, why do we need to have so much development development mm. in the first place? Like mm. um, why do we need to grow this much, you know, in mm-hmm. terms of GDP? Why do we have to make money in the first place. Yep. Mm-hmm. They're starting to question. So, you know, these like prevailing worldviews on capitalism. Again, I'm I'm not a communist, but <laughs> but you know, this whole mm-hmm. idea of you know putting in money so that you can make more money and then make more money and talking about uh, you know uh, mm. the whole money cycle, kumbaga, the whole money cycle. Yeah, and un- un- oh. unlimited growth. At oh. all costs, mm-hmm. right? Um, and the whole idea that if you want progress, you have to have cities and mega cities. Mm-hmm. But then the 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 deepest part of it, you know, when you talk about metaphors and myths, mm-hmm. 
Mm-hmm. Uh, and you were talking about that earlier. All of these things that we sort of believe in, but we don't mm-hmm. really, we sort of take it for granted. Yeah. And it sort of becomes, uh, it's so deep in our psyche that, you know, so, you know, when you think about it, and that's actually being questioned now, right? Because mm-hmm. do we really need to be in the city? Yes, that's you know, true. I think that's one of the major things. Uh-uh. Yeah. Do we really, are all of these stuff, let's say, that we spend on cars, the mm-hmm. nice things, the, you know, the, the beautiful things that we spend on, are these really needed to survive and live a happy life? Mm-hmm. Right? Because with, let's say, with COVID, it made us realize what's really important to us. Mm. Family, food, health, uh, health yep. right? And everything else, you sa quarantine rules, no? Mm. Who are, who are allowed to go out, or yes. which companies or activities are allowed and which are mm. not? All of those which are not, these are the non-essentials. Yep. In a way, no. Mm. So, so if you look at it, and then there's also that concept of that idea na ah, pag nasa province ka, you know, you're not as good as a city dweller. Yes. Which, you know, no judgment there, but that's a belief. That's mm-hmm. that's a that's a metaphor on how we think society is, mm-hmm. and in fact, it's not right. Mm. There, there. If you look at societies before, um, um, I'm listening to uh, you know to this guy. Uh, I think this was it this morning or yesterday, and. And he was talking about, um, you know, they're like humans, the way we have evolved. We really, mm-hmm. what's, what's best for us are really to be, be like hunters, gatherers. Yep. Where, uh, where we would move from one place to another. Another. Great mm-hmm. for our health, you know, in terms of our diet also, mm-hmm. because it's a varied diet. But yep. also in terms of mindset. Uh, mm-hmm. I mean, in terms of... Um, uh, society, because he was saying that that was his, uh, uh, you know, his idea that, and it it was based on some what some researchers did that mm. warfare, you know, war the real idea of warfare mm-hmm. started when people started to say, okay, this land is mine, mm. okay, and I'm going to here yes and that's where really warfare started when people mm. started to make these claims so yep you know if you think about it why do we have yeah society that needs to be just in one place right mm-hmm. <laughs> so I, again I'm, I'm i'm going i think i'm going too deep now or too philosophical you know what? Oh, I but it, going to, everything yeah, but to answer your question mm-hmm. a big part of you know of future thing is is the cultural cultural aspect mm. so so because yeah. the way the, uh yun nga, the, like my initial or my introduction to the concept and then now how you're explaining things and how we're trying to how this conversation is trying to connect everything is um especially ako naman, I, and as much as as much as possible i want to relate all the concepts to the Philippine setting. But at least whoever's gonna watch and listen to this will will see the benefit of this concept, futures thinking, 
to the Philippine setting. Because now it it it's turning out to be a good way to evaluate and reevaluate our processes. Right? It, it's from how we think to how we live, and mm. it definitely uh, is is challenging. Uh, preconceived notions, like for example, very good point yun, eh? Like if you're a provincial dweller versus a city dweller, laging may hindi nga disconnect, eh? merong discrimination towards that way of thinking. When in fact, if you really dig deeper, you'll realize mas maraming mayayaman sa probinsya, di ba? That's true. Di ba mas marami? I mean, yung mga hasyendero na sa probinsya, and and il- the elite families and rich people, they'd rather they prefer to live in the provinces compared to the city. Kasi compared to... So now, which brings into uh, the realization na why do people go to cities naman talaga, di ba? It's, wala eh. It's because people need to work and work is in the city. So now, I hope this kind of right. thinking will help like future urban developers. Na parang kahit ako kasi, when I have conversations, dinner conversations with my, with my relatives or my mom, I'm like, hindi ko maintindihan why... Uh, what do you call this? Why there are little industries? Because uh, I love to travel, diba? And then, yeah, it, it led me to be to become a travel writer. When I go to the province, I see a hu- huge pieces of land. Parang sabi ko, andahin mo pa ng lugar dito. Ba't lahat ng tao sa Manila? Diba? And, diba? And so, for me, that's, the, that's in a way the real Philippines. Yes, that's the, true. The I agree. 100%. Countryside. This one, my background. Oh. This is, <laughs> this I'd is rather my... live there. Ako, yeah, I'd this rather is, live there. This is El Nido. <laughs> this is an island. Ah, okay. Ano island yan? I went to, we went to uh, El Nido rin eh. Yeah. It's yeah, a picture yeah. I took. So. <laughs> San Miguel Corporation, I'm, well, they're a very huge, very big company and they're spearheading several projects. So yeah, and they're, building more roads in in they're they're building a lot of roads actually they're part of that whole NLEX and SLEX plan pati yung and, and these are things that are not being emphasized on media rin so so yeah mamaya metanong ako dyan so yeah di ba? there's SLEX 345 na di ba and SLEX and SETEX hanggang hanggang naga na pala yun di ba so at least these are very good projects that will connect not only yung provinces to the city, but if there are roads, I really believe that there, if there are more roads, there's more opportunity to build industries in the provinces. Like for example, in Bulacan, they're, they're planning to build ano na, an airport there. So definitely, hindi na lahat, kasi pati mga taga Bulacan sa Maynila nagtatrabaho. Mga taga Laguna sa Maynila nagtatrabaho. So I really think that this is something that we should all look at. And uh, ayun, ako, I'm happy to hear that there are companies here in the Philippines who have that ang pinaka concern ko lang is if we want to implement something like this and i think we really should um ang pinaka hurdle lang would be the time frames and who is going to be in charge pero at least right. ayan diba at least ayan, there's there uh, the senate is uh siguro in aid of legislation or i mean for example natapos yung term ni senator pia sino kaya magtutuloy diba yan yung problema natin eh diba that's right that's right. And again, yeah. And for me, it's it. The question is up to us, also. Eh? Mm-hmm. And of course, you know, I might sound like, uh, you know, really too optimistic. Mm-hmm. Uh, but if you can't start with yourself, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, how do you expect the government? And 
you know, I'm not defending him or anything, but but of course, government has their role and responsibility. Mm-hmm. But for me, the role and responsibility of government is really to protect the citizens, right? Make make sure that you know basic services are there, people mm-hmm. are protected, they feel safe, and so on. Um, but aside from that, if there are problems, why do we have to wait for government to actually yes. solve it for us? Mm-hmm. Why don't we? Why don't we solve it? We find a way um, instead of just relying it, relying on on others and so on. So, mm. I, uh, but again, I, I agree but with again, that. That's that's scary, and you know, for people and and to be confronted with that. Na naintindihan ko din, but huh? Bakit ako? Hindi ko na, mm. uh, hindi ko naman kaya ako nagbabayad ng taxes para masolve yan. But if you think about it, we cities are coming together, how people mm-hmm. are working together, right? How people who have lost their jobs are trying yep. to, you know, to change and and in a way pivot and look at other sources of income. Mm-hmm. Um, and they're forced to be innovative, right? Yes. So, um, it, for me, it, it starts with us also. And really questioning why we do what we do mm-hmm. because if you if you look at it do we really need um parang uh, as a country uh you know of course you know philippines is part of the world also so mm-hmm. there are also mm-hmm. some things that you know we we have to be accountable for but you know some people have thought of the idea of universal basic income mm-hmm. right probably heard of that yeah. Where with all of these technologies that's happening and, and the abundance that goes with it, mm-hmm. um, you know, if robots do the work that we are doing as humans, mm-hmm. then as humans, then we probably don't need to work anymore, right? Mm-hmm. So what do we what do we do? Mm. And and maybe we could use that now as an opportunity to really explore our humanity right mm-hmm. you know the, the full potential as humans being creative and expressing yes. that creativity mm-hmm. i mean if i relate it back to sports imagine if we had universal basic income or universal basic food because mm-hmm. actually there's more than food for everyone it's yep. not just you know, the supply chains are really just you know again mm-hmm. we designed it that way <laughs> not blaming anyone yeah, yeah. But if you think about it, there's more than enough food. And if we plant, let's say, you know, like what some cities are doing, where they have urban gardens or urban mm. farms that are run by cooperatives, they're run by communities. We might not have that salmon from, you know, Norway mm. or the, you know, the Angus beef from Australia. Mm-hmm. But we can have, you know, our fruits and vegetables and local native chickens and, you know, mm-hmm. whatever. And they're healthy. Yep. You know, we, we know what we put into them. So, but again, so if we relate it back to sports, no? Let's mm-hmm. say we do have universal basic income. You know, mm-hmm. what will the role of sports be? Mm. You know? And I think that will be really cool, you know, in terms of... Uh, sports thing where we use now sports as really a, a channel for human human interaction know. and human uh, no, human expression 
you correct like reaching your your fullest potential as a human mm-hmm. being where diba, some people would say oh i can't go to the gym because i have to work i can't mm-hmm. do this you know now what if let's say we don't have to work anymore then mm. you can really be you know full full on 100% 110% of your time you can concentrate mm. let's say on being just being being an athlete no mm. explore like break that boundary of uh, human limitations so, so. yeah i uh, i've heard of uh, i've i've read or i've heard of seth godin uh, answer that question in eh, in in the period of automize of, of people automating mm-hmm. things and and yeah. people are trying to automate all processes and and we're doing and diba yun yung pinaka fear what if robots will replace uh, human processes or or manual intervention so that was his plain answer diba if if there's if there's more automation then there's more time to create art and there's more time to there's more time to express yourself and the moment you express yourself in a very artful way it's more honest it's more unique that is something that cannot be re- replicated or duplicated that's uniquely right. yours then you can earn right. from it right. so para ako sabi ko tanga ng galing na na yeah i mean i mean on a practical perspective you know mm-hmm. you look at the combination robotics internet of things which are the sensors mm-hmm. you have big data you have mm-hmm. artificial intelligence and let's say you apply that to the agricultural supply chain example mm-hmm. lang yep. and again we have bits and pieces of that that's mm-hmm. happening currently so for example yep. You have farms now, which are handled mainly by robots. Mm-hmm. A combination of human and robots. But what mm-hmm. if, let's say, it was pure robots. Mm-hmm. And you had data, which would allow you to be able to forecast potential issues. Like, yes. You know, um, and that gets fed into, let's say, this algorithm mm-hmm. that will adjust, let's say, how you're going to water. You know, mm-hmm. the kind of pesticides that you're going to put in. Mm-hmm. So, in a way, you sort of um, reduce human intervention when it mm-hmm. comes to agricultural systems. And assuming mm-hmm. those systems are also made sustainable, right? Mm-hmm. Where you use only, uh, you, you know, you don't, you don't, um, you know, burn the soil because of much, um, yeah. what do you call that, uh, uh, pesticides and, um, you know, uh, fertilizers mm-hmm. and then you have let's say robots moving that stuff you know that stuff from from the farms going into these um, I would say also local production sites mm-hmm. you know where, where you have um, uh, let's say the cows and I've been to like a dairy farm somewhere mm-hmm. in Australia where of course there are still humans there, but the cows, mm. in terms of timing of when is the best time to milk, etc. They have mm. so that makes sense. My system now, oh, yeah, my systems now. Um, but imagine, let's say, if that becomes fully automated, and then you have your, let's say, your smart, let's say, we still have homes, mm-hmm. um, and and our smart homes are able to get the stuff that we need even before we think about it. Yep, you know. Hmm. Like yeah, the most smart I, fridge. <laughs> exactly, exactly. Uh, the AI controlling the smart fridges will order the milk and order order it through the AI of let's say the dairy farm, 
mm-hmm. and then we'll bring it to our yeah, and then using mm-hmm. you know driverless vehicles mm-hmm. or you know whatever and that's already being piloted also in San Francisco UK Australia yep. where you have these robots that look like big uh, you know big containers tapos nandun na yung mga items mm-hmm. and even within the home you can have like these small robots and let's say you have a system where you know it's seen as like a cooperative system where everyone mm-hmm. gains out of all of this so they sort of get you know they don't have to think about working anymore mm-hmm. um, uh, it's it, it's a little bit different from the the capitalist system where just mm-hmm. one person who thought of the idea will will make the most out of it but you know mm-hmm. i don't know what could be a suitable let's say institution or mechanism to make that happen so you you don't need to you know, or if let's say your fridge also talks to the sensors in your tummy, for example, and before uh, you're hungry, um, or let's say you're missing a certain nutrient, you open your fridge and it's gamified and uh, it tells you, like, you have your glasses or your special mm-hmm. lenses and it tells you what food would be great to eat mm-hmm. and the, the food that you need to eat and then you get your points, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, you don't really need in that sense you don't really need work anymore so what do we do right mm-hmm. so it's a it's quite it's quite exciting <laughs> mm-hmm. if you put it in 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 that it's way. like that no it's like the good black mirror episode yeah black mirror and then uh, how where do you factor something like covid into the equation it's a um, for sure, pre-COVID, you were all discussing. You were all discussing all these concepts, and then pl- uh, plotting out scenarios. Then all of a sudden, something. Parang si COVID yung ano eh, yung uninvited party pooper. Hey, what up, everybody? <laughs> so how do you equate that into future thinking? Because uh, in as much as people have the information about it. Uh, there are other factors that, that come into play and then yung, from government reaction to institutional reaction um, how does it because feeling ko if you have something plotted out based on the past and today then ito yung, ano eh, ito yung parang hindi mo in, this is the unexpected variant how does it factor in into the equation how do you prepare for something like this yeah, yeah so that's a very that's a very good question and very great insight you know what's covid you know some mm-hmm. people would say oh, this totally caught them unaware mm-hmm. um some people would call it like a black swan event mm-hmm. where you know it it's something that's out of your vision perif- mm-hmm. peripheral vision and it blindsides you and you're caught you know totally caught unprepared um but futurists would actually say no <laughs> There was a study that was done as an academic mm-hmm. journal in 2004 and saying that we're due for another pandemic. Wow. A global, okay. global <laughs> pandemic. And they were using the SARS example, mm. the first SARS, which hit China, Hong Kong, if yep. you remember. Um, I think that was early 2000. I think it was around that time too, right? Mm-hmm. Um, uh, so it was and, SARS, uh, Bill Gates' uh, speech, a TED Talk. 
Tapos, yeah. uh, reinforced yeah. by Obama's and uh, George Bush's speech as well. So, yeah. Ayan, yeah. Ayan. So, so, actually, that's one of the things that we shouldn't be um, sur- surprised. Not be uh, surprised about mm-hmm. because that's something that should have happened. Okay. And, you know, some, would, some might some might even call it like, uh, you know, even the Simpsons sort of predicted yes. the global pandemic, yes. right? Si Sim- ako naniniwala ko, nagsulat ng Simpsons alien. Kasi, or may time machine yung taong yan. Halos lahat yeah. na-predict niya eh. Hey, fantastic. Diba they, they, they also have this other one called Futurama, which I mm-hmm. love. Yep. Diba? And it's about the future and so interesting how, mm-hmm. how, they, how they see society then. So, um, then there's also that concept of black elephants. And I think in the okay. Philippines, you have a lot of black elephants. So when we talk about that elephant in the room, right? Everyone knows about it, but no one wants to talk about talk it. Talk about it, okay. Right? No one wants to face it. Mm-hmm. So a black elephant is, is like that. We know things are wrong, but we refuse to face it mm-hmm. or address it. Okay. Right? So, you know, if you just talk about our, you know, our sewage system, you know, going back to the city, <laughs> mm-hmm. right? You know, this is, um, I don't know the, you know, probably there are initiatives to actually improve, you know, our sewage system in the cities. Mm-hmm. Um, but we know that this is one cause for flooding. Yes. Right? And we always have floods year by year. So if you think about it, oh, you know, this is, <laughs> or, or you, I think there was a study that was done that Manila is actually um, uh, going going down. Yes, uh, like a few uh, centimeters. A few centimeters each year, ba? Each year, right? Uh. Like, not everyone knows it, but a lot of people are probably aware of this. But yep. So if you yeah, think they about don't the talk future, about it, they <laughs> it, it's 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 happening now. Hmm. You know, it's not an issue now, but you know, twenty years, thirty years down the line, you know, it's going to be a big problem. Hmm. It will that's exacerbate true. flooding. So for me, that's an example of a black elephant. Um, you know that things can possibly go wrong, mm-hmm. and you know it will, because let's say the processes are weak or the mechanisms are weak but we're just not dealing with it for one mm. reason or another so i think going back to your covid question yes that this was foreseen and i think that's where the challenge is of future thinking mm-hmm. you know as a discipline is okay we talked about it mm-hmm. you know we've talked about a lot of things let's say tonight and maybe our listeners audience will hear about it and say oh yeah that's interesting that's interesting that's good mm-hmm. but we don't change anything we don't do anything about it then then that's for me in a way both a crit- a, if I'm going to be critical about teachers mm-hmm. thinking that's one limitation like we need you know we need action also yes uh, but that action that's not the scope of in a way futures thinking anymore at least the way i know it that's mm-hmm. where let's say strategic planning comes in execution mm-hmm. comes in um so diba parang you know naman let's say people who smoke i think mm-hmm. against smokers but <laughs> mm-hmm. but you know it's bad for you right? yes uh-uh. 
we still do. Um, so so there's that. Yung panaman yung ano? Yung panaman yung follow up question kay. Para my my next question would be, uh, we have this in place. We ha- we will have these discussions. We're going to plot out possible scenarios from the your desires down to like the worst case scenario. How do we implement them? De ba yun sa ne yung yun sa ne intatanong kay. What's the impl- Is there like an implementation plan or? Meron bang do the speechers thinking follow certain guidelines that will help or guide people into implementing these ano the, these discussions or kung ano man yung pinag-usapan nila yeah right? i think i think meron naman like there are mm-hmm. practitioners who who specialize in that you know mm-hmm. when you talk about uh, let's say that difference between futures thinking and let's say strategic foresight strategic foresight it's more of the application of uh, the research or the tools in futures thinking or the ideas in futures thinking and apply it, applying it in a specific context. Mm-hmm. You know, as I talked about earlier, about mm-hmm. you know making an organization more competitive in the long run or making, let's say, a government uh, do its job better in terms of protecting its citizens and, mm-hmm. and uh, making sure that uh, you know their citizens are safe and healthy and and so on. So there are people who and consultancy companies who specialize in that as well. Mm-hmm. But that already goes towards really the execution side, which mm-hmm. uh, futures thinking is not part of. Not okay. to say that you know we shouldn't, you know, let's say if you're a futures thinking practitioner, mm-hmm. that doesn't mean that you won't do anything anymore. Mm-hmm. That that and that's the, I think that's the crucial part uh, that needs to happen. That you might have all of these wonderful plans, mm-hmm. um, you know. I mean, first you have all of these, you know, scenarios of the future. I hope that gets translated into a plan, mm-hmm. which becomes executed, you know, mm-hmm. uh, implemented well. Mm-hmm. Um, but that's a lot of things to ask for. Yeah, right. it's like uh, it's it's right? parang it's parang it's too it's it's asking too much at such a short time. Eh? So now at least we have we have a basic understanding of what it is and I mean from from an individual's perspective there are a lot of things that you can do and apparently change starts with you. If you want the bigger picture change uh, begins with the individual, so at least now I think a futures thinking will reinforce that. Now, as as someone who's studying and who's doing his best to uh, promote this idea, not just in the private sector but hopefully the public gets a, a better understanding of this. And any initial steps? What would be good initial steps for? people to undertake in order to accept this concept. Like, yung, kasi, sasabihin, everyone said, oh, alam ko naman kung anong gusto kong mangyari. Diba? Ano bang, ano, ano bang basic questions na dapat tanongin in order to, in order to have a better future, kumbaga? Wow, that's deep, man. Oh. <laughs> diba? Kasi, kasi everyone, kasi everyone has a good idea na parang they want this. Diba? We, we all want something, eh. We all want something. Pero, futures thinking helps you break it down, eh. 
I mean, the way uh, the way I'm understanding it now is if you have a set of questions and then it breaks it down, parang it it will make you realize that what you wanted when you were a kid is no different from what you want right now, diba? And 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 it's looking at the bigger picture. So at least ayan, uh, like for for someone who's studying this and uh wa- wants to promote this, like um how do we like siguro ala like what do we ask ourselves you know what do we ask ourselves in order to have a to be motivated kumbaga to to act better or to be better tomorrow yeah actually hmm. that's that's really a tough question hmm. <laughs> yeah. yeah um because bawat tao may pangangailangan yes. diba? oh. so, i mean kasi uh, like what we what we've been discussing Uh, a lot of the things, exactly, it's the black elephant in the room. Eh? I mean, we all know what to do. We have an idea of what to do, actually. But yeah. I think the need supersedes that. Eh? Parang, yeah, I think we should obey the law. But And ako naman, ako sa Philippine society. There's always that need to be first. Uh, kailangan, kailangan, hindi ka pwedeng hindi magpalamang. Kailangan, ikaw yung mauna. Pwedeng sumingit, sisingit ka. Diba? I, I see a lot of the problems as a nation is cultural and social. A lot of people think it's political or it's financial, pero para sa akin kasi it's a lot of it is, polit- is cultural and social. Na tipong I, I ako I'm I've been very I've been very asswipey and douchey about this. Na parang ako if you want the government to follow suit or if you want the government to 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 fall in line, diba? If kung gusto niyo sundan kayo ng gobyerno or kung gusto niyo maging matino yung gobyerno, kailangan maging matino muna tayong lahat. Kasi for me, it starts with the basic human being which is the unit of measurement ng society and then eventually or hopefully it trickles up. Kasi nga exactly, yung sinabi mo kanina, everyone expects the government to do everything. And for us, in the bottom, it's easy for us to blame the government. Diba? It's easy for us to blame whoever's in authority because we, well, we don't want to take accountability. But if we reverse the situation, it starts with you. Diba? You're accountable to yourself and to your surroundings. Uh, every good deed that you do will hopefully trickle up because it's either mapipilita na yung gobyerno or mahihiya naman sila na yung mga nasa ilalim nila matitindo sila hindi. Diba? So at least... Ayon, um, I, I think I really think that this is something that we all should learn and dig deeper. So at least, ayan. Uh, yeah, yeah. So to uh, to answer your question, you know, I have I have a few questions, siguro. So mm. for me, the first question is because may kanya-kanyang pinagdadaanan nga yes. tayo, di ba? So mm-hmm. there are some na who just think of ano talaga yung ngayon, di ba? Mm-hmm. Ano yung papakain ko sa pamilya ko bukas? Mm. Kasi wala akong trabaho, di ba? Yes. Wala akong, let's say, kung may business ka, no? Mm-hmm. Matutuloy ko ba yung negosyo ko? Or yes. ma- will I ever open my business again? Mm-hmm. Or, you know, what will I do now because my business, I closed mm-hmm. my business. Ano nang pwede kong gawin, di ba? Mm-hmm. So, kumbaga meron yung iba talaga survival mode. Yes. And then there are some naman who are probably luckier, or you know, they mm-hmm. they they they're in different circumstances, and they they look at more of the year. Okay, sige, anong target ko this year? Makasurvive lang ako this year. I'm surviving. Mm-hmm. Basta may tawid ko lang to, then that's good. So that's mm-hmm. their 
kumbaga yung length nila of the future. Mm. And then, there are some people naman who think of the next five years. So, let's say yung mga boss ng mga mm. organization, you know, they think of, let's say, okay, uh, have, what will I do for the next five years for my you know, investors in my company, for my mm-hmm. shareholders? Uh, you know, or let's say, ikaw, nagpapaaral ka, diba? Gano'n pa katagal ba para ako magbabayad ng tuition? Ganyan. Mm-hmm. There's that longer term. And you think about now certain achievements. Gusto ko magkabahay, gusto ko mag, mm-hmm. mag, you know, magkaroon ng pamilya, and so on. So, mm-hmm. But there, there are some people who really think of it in the long term. Sinabi mo kanina, ano yung legacy ko? Ano yung, mm-hmm. ano, ano yung gusto ko iwan sa, sa mundo? Mm-hmm. And these things, they're not exclusive to each yes. other. They're actually connected all to each other. Mm-hmm. Na it's possible na isang tao or isang company, they can think through all of this mm-hmm. at the same time. You know? mm-hmm. Ang importante lang is yung alignment. So for example, if you're in a job now, um, you ask yourself, you know, if importante yung yung that vision at the end, eh, yung sabi mo mm-hmm. yung legacy, or some people call it the North Star or their mm-hmm. vision for themselves. I think very important yun mm-hmm. because it starts from there. So let's say, you know, if I were that business owner now and I'm struggling and, you know, I don't know what to do, um, that's okay. You know, do what you can to make your business survive today. Mm-hmm. Or kung ba, ikaw yung family person, ikaw yung magulang or yung breadwinner, hindi mo alam kung paano mo, you know, sige, okay lang, you know, go and try to survive until the next day. Yep. Don't all, but don't forget the future. Mm-hmm. Don't forget that legacy, that North Star, that mm-hmm. purpose, that purpose in your life. Mm-hmm. Uh, because that will take you through what's happening today. Yep. Kasi kung, you know, I don't know kung nabasa mo yung Man's Search for Meaning kay Victor mm-hmm. Frankl. Di ba? He was, oh. He was that he was that guy who survived the the concentration camps mm-hmm. uh, for the Jews. Um, you know that was you know he survived that. Mm-hmm. He lost most of his family members, loved ones, and the horrific yung pinagdaanan niya. More than you know a lot of us now. Um, mm-hmm. But. Yung main reason why he was able to survive was really he found that meaning in his okay. life. He was able to answer that, you know, a name purpose. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I think important, you know, that's one important question that we can ask ourselves, mm-hmm. you know, as an individual, but also if you have your company or you have an organization that you're leading, what are you here for? Mm-hmm. Because that will help you survive the jungle of the present. And, you know, the competitive landscape moving into the future. So, mm-hmm. um, that also helps you to sort of relax a little bit. Mm-hmm. Not to say less effort, but sort of relax a little bit and, you know, be more patient with yourself and saying, okay, you might not be getting the results today, but my vision of the future is this. And I'm, as long as I'm moving forward one day at a time, then then that's all right. So, important yun. Mm-hmm. And then... I think second is asking, you know, being more critical of what we believe in. I think that's one. Yes. Uh-huh. Uh, if you think about it, everything, lahat ng nasa mundo ngayon, 
the buildings, you know, the chair that we're sitting on, yung t-shirt na suot natin, tong headset, etong mm-hmm. Zoom call. All of this was a f- at one point was a figment of yes. the implementation, <laughs> right? Mm-hmm. And and na isip it started this started off as an idea. Mm-hmm. The good things as well as the not so good things. Pollution, mm-hmm. traffic, you know, this state of the world where you have the rich people becoming more rich and then you have mm. the poor people that are really left for themselves themselves to survive and they're barely mm. surviving. These are all created, whether mm. on purpose or not. No? Mm-hmm. And so we actually have the power to make a difference there. The mm. question lang is, ano yung contribution natin? Diba? Mm. Ano yung pwede nating ma- magawa? So, you know, you can and we can answer that question in different way, ways. So, if you're a businessman with a big company, then you can make, you know, you can probably affect all of those people that work for you in the industry that you're in. But let's say if you're a family member, just by helping your family, you're already making a big difference. So, kanya kanyang sphere of influence yun. So, so I think that's the second one. You know, first is. You know what is your knowing what your purpose is yep. and making sure that everything that you that purpose. And then the second one is uh, what can you do to actually move things, being critical of what's happening today, and then mm-hmm. asking yourself what can you do to move forward. Sabi mo nga, don't don't rely on others. Do something. Yep. In na na pwedeng makatulong now instead of just complaining or being a you know a keyboard warrior. Mm-hmm. And I think the think the third the third aspect also is you know let's talk about our future <laughs> mm-hmm. because normally sabi although you said earlier oh, alam ko naman kung anong gagawin mo really mm-hmm. exactly. have you actually written it sinulat mo ba talaga yan nakasulat ba yan and mm-hmm. the other thing sinare mo ba yan sinare mo ba yan sa loved ones mo sinare mo ba yan sa kapamilya mo or if you're the boss in your team or in your, your, let's say you're the president of the company. Mm. Do you think everyone shares your vision for the company? You know, I would, I would probably challenge that and say, uh, maybe you, maybe not. Sino sa atin nakapagsulat ng, okay, this is what I want my life, you know, my life to be. Ito ang plano ko sa buhay. Mm-hmm. I'm sure meron dyan, ano? Mm-hmm. But if you look at majority, wala, diba? And then they mm-hmm. complain, oh, may, ang dami kong pinagdadaanin ngayon, lahat problema. Mm-hmm. Because what happened is, you didn't make any plans, and I always believe that, kung hindi ka nagplano para sa sarili mo, ibang tao ang gagawa ng plano para sa'yo. <laughs> that is so true. Oh, totoo yan. <laughs> yan. So for me, yun yung siguro tatlo na mm-hmm. pwedeng itanong, diba? Ano yung... Ano yung purpose ko? Ba't ako nandito? Sabi mo nga, legacy. Um, pangalawa is be critical. Kumbaga, bakit ba nangyayari itong mga to? And then, do something about it in your own way. No? Um, and then, third is, you know, pag-usapan natin. You know, don't, di ba yung you just cancel people out because, uh, you know, ano yan, pro someone, you know, mm. uh, you know, just because um, nanggaling 
sa kanya, for example, mm. masama na kaagad, we shut them down yep. without really listening. Or maybe forwarding, it can also be the other way that we forward something just because it comes from something and pero hindi natin binasa yung buong article. Mm-hmm. And it's more just inciting people to become more divisive and That's just true. saying, ah, dahil mas magaling ako. Or ako, ako na unang nakapag-share nito. Pero <laughs> iniisip mo, diba? Ano bang outcome yung yung gusto natin mangyari? Is it to say na I'm better than you? Or nakalamang mm-hmm. ako, sabi mo nga. Ganun ba yung gusto nating society sa atin? Mm-hmm. So, important ito. Like, this podcast, I think, mm-hmm. is very important. You know, for more people to share mm-hmm. um, in, in I would say, in a good way. Yung hindi yung nambabastos or nangkapahiya. Yep. Um, but really, have this, ano, yung, yung conversations about this, about our future and sharing our ideas of the future. So, yeah. <laughs> okay, let's wrap it up with that. Thank you so much, Jose uh, de Colon. Uh, pe- where can people find you? And where, I mean, hopefully people can, when, when all of this is over, people can attend your classes. Yeah, well, I have online courses. So, mm-hmm. so uh, again, there are online classes at AIM. Mm-hmm. And then uh, I also work with the Australian New Zealand Chamber of Commerce. So we also mm-hmm. offer future thinking courses there. Mm-hmm. Um, so you can reach me. I have my Twitter account at PH Future Think. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's my Twitter handle. Uh, I'm going I have an Instagram also. So at mm-hmm. PH Future Think. And um, have my LinkedIn and my Facebook. So you can also find me there. Just my name. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. So it's great to be here by the way. Thank you very much. Oh, well, for, no, uh, uh, I learned a lot today. Super uh, thank you. Question. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, super uh, thank you. I love actually, it. Actually I have yeah I have a lot more in, when it comes to sports, you know, questions uh, about how technology <laughs> will affect the future of sports. You know, if you talk about bionics, if you talk mm-hmm. about, you know, AI, um, you know, there's stuff now that's happening like uh, ro- robot, the robot combat league, for example. Ah, oh, para narinig ko ngayon. Yeah, Sige, let's make yeah, an episode yeah. about that one. Go tayo Ako gusto ko Yeah. Like oh, literally, like the future of sports, mm-hmm. you know, what, what's out there. Like if you combine data analytics with sensors, mm-hmm. you know, how will that, how will that result to, you know, what kind of athletes are we going to get, you know. Yeah, everything exactly. is so... May, may part so, na tayo yeah. with, ano, may part yeah. na tayo with you. <laughs> right, di ba? AI, uh, you know, algorithms, mm-hmm. they can be the next coaches, right? Mm. So it That's will true. be a, an AI coach versus an, an AI, AI coach. Parang hero, parang pangit naman. <laughs> but th- that will change in a way. The game. Oh, oh, definitely, yeah. definitely. Or, or if you talk about yeah, mga brain machine interfaces, where mm-hmm. you can, you know, upload. You know, you have your exoskeletons, mm-hmm. and you know, you're you're integrated with you know like the matrix. Imagine. Oh, oh, you can still have that competition, right? Yes. Oh, oh. You know, you can have like Neo versus uh, what does? Parang ano ka na talaga? Parang living in a living in a ano ka na? Living in a video game ka na nun. Yeah. Oh, Imagine you, a you world mag- where everything is gamified. God. Wow. Fantastic. <laughs>
Wild yun, wild yun. Sige. Okay, yeah, uh, but I'd love to have that conversation. Oh yeah, we will, we will. Ako gusto ko yan, gusto ko yan. Okay, uh, we'll end it with that. Uh, thank you so much for listening and watching. And with that, that's what Coach Franco says. Bye-bye. Coach Franco says, would like to thank the following sponsors for making this episode possible. Be in the moment. Have that faceless emotion. Beware the robot face. I am not some crosses. Place your orders on their Facebook and Instagram pages. Community and culture. Just good vibes in the local jiu-jitsu scene. Visit Ikiro Collective at ikiro.ph. Simply better dentistry. The best dental service in the heart of Makati. Visit the Santos Dental Group and Oral Surgery Center. Book an appointment on their Facebook page. Get rid of bacteria and viruses. Get Nano Silver Immune Support Supplement. Order your bottles on their Facebook and Instagram pages. Coach Franco says is partnered with Ambidexter, a digital content marketing company. They offer graphic design, content writing, media relations marketing, and many more. Visit their website for more details. For local martial arts news here in the Philippines, visit Local MMA on Facebook and listen to one of my favorite podcasts, Destroy MNL. So that's it, everyone. I hope you enjoy listening and watching to this episode as much as I enjoy doing it. Uh, I hope I get to have Gile again in future episodes. So that's it, everyone. Bye-bye.